It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome, everybody, to the uh, Wolfpackers show. I'm Matt Carter. We've got Matt Coe. So we're going back at you with MC Squared. <clears throat> Not going to be a fun episode as it was yesterday. As we kind of break down what happened. Um, I get my days lost. Thursday evening in, against Clemson in the ACC tournament. Just a few housekeeping items real quick. I'm going to run through it real quick. Uh, please su- uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Wolfpacker. Uh, we were right at around 2,000. We may have hit it already. I don't know. But in case we haven't, go follow and subscribe. Um, on three, you're doing some really good stuff, by the way, with the YouTube channel. So don't assume what you see on the site is all, all that we put on the YouTube channel. You have to subscribe to it to see everything uh, that goes up on the YouTube channel. Uh, next, follow us on Twitter and Facebook, The Wolfpacker. That's the that's the handle. Pretty easy to remember. We are the Wolfpacker, so all one word. Um, also, you can listen to, download this podcast wherever you listen to, uh, to your podcast and get them. Uh, you know, while you're at it, rate, review, comment. As I said in yesterday's episode, if you got a complaint, direct it at the other guy. In this case, Matt Coe. If you got something nice to say, send it in my direction. Um, the Wolfpacker.com has run a special through the end of August. You can get it for $29.99. That's basically get half of those months for free. Take advantage of it while you can. These deals don't last. Um, and as Matt Coe can tell you, Transfer Portal, I believe, opens next week, and it is crazy. We already got, I believe, three names that have been linked to entry state already in the Transfer Portal. So, um, it's going to be madness, and as soon as that is all figured out, we got football recruiting madness in June. So this is the best time to take advantage of that deal. Last but not least, uh, our sponsors, RogueShop.com. That's R-O-G as in girl, U-E-S-H-O-P.com. They have all your natural cannabis needs, whether it's anxiety or you suffer from um chronic pain or some sleep deprivation and, just, and, and, you, and you tried some things don't work maybe try these they're natural legal safe products it's a small company with a husband and wife outfit husband's a disabled veteran who uses he, these products to help with some issues he had um, that's always got to make you feel good that you know the owner is a, a true believer in his product um, they will chat with you online. If you have questions, go to their website. That's a real human being chatting with you on the other side. So we thank them for their support, and please support them. All right, Matt, let's get at it. We're going to we're gonna hit on a couple of things here, but um, weird ACC tournament. It was a breathtaking performance. You were there in person against Virginia Tech. That was breathtaking. The amount of energy and effort and running circles around Virginia Tech. And then Clemson was the opposite. Um, I was a little worried, bluntly. We both 
have talked about how this is one of the worst matchups for NC State. I think you mentioned on one of the recent podcasts you didn't want to see Clemson on NC State's side of the bracket. But I was also a little worried, did they pour out too much against Virginia Tech, energy-wise and all of that? I think that combination, I'll leave it to you, but I think that combination showed up. I think a combination of a bad matchup against a fresh team with a team that probably put too much energy in the walloping Virginia Tech the day before. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that it was pretty obvious that they knew they had to win against Virginia Tech and they put all their energy into that game. And and I think that's where this matchup against Clemson was lacking. I just didn't see the the desire to win, the want to win, the grit to win, especially in that second half. I was super happy to be in Greensboro, ACC tournament back, you know, in the old days, like when I was a kid. Um, so that was a really special moment for me. And I was actually really impressed with the turnout of, you know, not only Clemson fans, but there's a few NC State fans, a lot of Virginia fans I was kind of surprised to see too. So, I mean, in, in total, you know, it's, it's nice to have everything back to where it's supposed to be the home of, of the ACC tournament. But I think it was, it was a few games ago where I had asked Keats after the game where he was really getting into his team at the under 12 timeout. And I asked, you know, what got him so frustrated? And he said flat out, I wasn't frustrated. I was pissed. <laughs> um, he said I was He said I was mad as hell is what he said, I think. Yeah. That's how I left this game. I left this game so angry at just the performance and the, the lack thereof. If anything, it was just disappointing. Um, I, I just I, – I didn't think that they wanted it bad enough. Uh, the the turnovers were especially sloppy. Uh, nobody boxing out. Uh, the shot selection in the second half, not good. Uh, you know, I was at the game with my dad, and, you know, he's the biggest, you know, college basketball uh, person with knowledge. But, you know, he did have something uh, a little bit – the tidbit of, of something I thought that was really interesting. It was during the second half warm-ups, and – on one, you got Clemson who off their layup uh, drills, they're doing their lines, all this stuff, and we're just going out there, just kind of just jacking up shots. And I think that that just is the best way you can describe these two teams. One is, you know, buttoned up, suit and tie in Clemson. They're very X's and O's under Brad Brunell, and then at times NC State's can be kind of loosey goosey. And I thought we saw the the worst of what NC State basketball was this season, just very loosey-goosey, just not poised at all. Yeah, and, you know, also to to Clemson's credit, I felt like um, you mentioned how NC State played like a team that knew they had to beat Virginia Tech. I think Clemson played like a team Mm -hmm. that knew it had to beat NC State. And um, it started out okay. By the you know, first 10 minutes were fine. They were up 20 to 11 to Quavion Smith. He had a yeah. three-point play on the game's first offensive progression. And then the last, I was tweeting it out. I was kind of doing up. I was like, yeah, since it was 20 to 11, Clemson has outscored NC State 44 to 22. And then I was like, now, out of, I forget the numbers. I'm making it up. Now it's 61 to 26 or something like that. You know, it just, it just didn't stop. And it was a repeat of what yeah. happened in PNC Arena, which is what's surprising. It's hard to beat a team twice in that fashion 
in a couple weeks span, but you know, Clemson pulled that off, which goes to the matchup issue. It is a tough matchup for NC State. Yeah. I agree with you on on, on on some of the points you made, and um, the body language from NC State wasn't particularly good in the second half. It looked like a team that knew they were going to lose the game. Um, DJ Burns looks very frustrated. He's um, uh, to Quavion Smith just cannot seem to find it against Clemson for whatever reason. I think he's now 13 for 76 or something like that in five games against Clemson. He, they just have his number. Jartel joined they, they own him. They own him. They own us. Our three worst losses of the season are all from Clemson. And, and it's not even close. I think those are our only – outside of the Virginia game, those are our only double-digit losses. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. They, they own us. It is what it is. I mean, they. that's why I picked them to win the ACC championship. I think that they are the most well-rounded team in, in the in the conference from top to bottom. And I don't think this is the year of the stars are going to win the championship. The elite talent is going to win the championship. I think the most sound basketball team is, is going to go far, and I think that's exactly what Clemson is. And that's, that's what Brad Brownell makes of himself. He is a sound coach, he, and he makes a sound basketball team. Yeah. And – and you know it's a shame for Clemson because I actually I agree with you. I've been a big Clemson fan um, all the season long. It's just a shame that Clemson just had. They may have had two or three of the worst losses of any team in the ACC, and that's why they're in the predicament of where they if they just handled their business against Louisville and Loyola Chicago. And right now, people are probably talking about them as a six or seven seed in the NCAA tournament, and. I think they'll probably get in. I think their resume, from looking at it, it's, it's much stronger than people get credit for. I think people are putting way too much emphasis on, you know, if you have the good on the left and the bad on the right. I think with Clemson, people are putting too much emphasis on the right and not necessarily yeah. looking at all the good on the left. Um, and, and and that's something you got to consider because if, if NC State were to get in, and I, I think they, they should get in, I think they will get in. If that means that State gets in, that means that Clemson has to get in, and that means that Pitt has to get in. Um, I can't imagine that State gets in and one of Clemson or Pitt doesn't get in. Uh, Pitt, their metrics are kind of shaky. They're not as great as, as everybody seems, and they definitely didn't do themselves any favors by losing to Duke the way they did. But I think yeah. if, if, Cle- if State's in, then that means that Clemson has to be in and Pitt has to be in. I think, too, if you really – for Clemson, before we get back to NC State, they also be Pitt on the road during the season. So, if you're thinking about putting NC State and Pittsburgh in, Clemson 4-0 against those two teams this season. So, we're three of those wins away from home. So, I don't know how you could not include Clemson in that. We'll get in the NCAA tournament, but that does hurt NC State, by the way, for fans. I mean, it, you, you cannot have three bad lopsided losses, two of them in the last couple of weeks by 25-plus points to a team that's also on the bubble. Um, you know, that, that, mm-hmm. that is a nice proposition. But, you know, I think with Clemson, is, what they hit me, one, they have the physicality in the post to bang with D.J. Bones. And I get why D.J.'s frustrated because he's so big that he goes to, to post up and the Clemson guys are meeting him right there and they're leaning in to get ready. And that should be a foul. You're not, you shouldn't be leaning in on the post player to stop him. You know, you have to hold your ground. And um, But Burns is so big, the refs are never going to call it for him. 
And they have between Hall and Middlebrooks and even the Shefflin kid, they got they got guys that can make life more challenging for Burns. And they they're one of the few teams that played two bigs. You know, and they, they were posting up Clark and Ross quite consistently. And then that allows Hunter Tyson to be a three. And that's a tough matchup for Casey Morsell because Hunter Tyson's a legit mm-hmm. six eight and Morsell six three. Um, and then for whatever reason, they shoot the ball very well against NC State. Brevin Galloway with a thirty percent three point shooter. What did he do? Five for six in Raleigh. And then last night, Ian Shefflin have made five of twenty two threes all year. He goes three for three against NC State last night. So they went eleven for twenty four. They just had NC State's number. I honestly think NC State may have poured it out a little bit too much against Virginia Tech. I kind of wondered that if it, they were, to, you know, they shouldn't kind of ease up here and, and slow it down here in the second half against Virginia Tech, conserve. But you know, hindsight twenty twenty. I, I, I do think you think that not having, do you think not having Greg Gant? played a little bit of at least a little bit of a factor in this whole thing, um, not having him start and have Jack Clark come off the bench. I think it could have played a role. I thought Clark played a decent enough game. He did have a couple little sloppy moments, but, you know, he had 10 and 7. He made four or nine shots. Um, you know, it's hard for me to think that. Greg Gant would make up a 26-point difference either. and But I do right, think right, right. defensively he might have held up a little bit better in the poke. But they really were trying to isolate on the four guys and get some post-action going on that play. So he might have helped there. It'll be interesting to see if he gets to play in what you hope would be an NCAA tournament. Um, yeah. you know, Kevin Keith didn't seem to rule it out. But uh, that's an awfully big leg brace to be having on your knee and then playing a week on later. Top of crutches. Yeah. Yeah. So, Can't get the uh, to healthy. Yeah. All right, Matt, I'm put you on the spot. Where's mm-hmm. NC State? What's good? What's uh what's NC State gonna be in on Sunday? I think we're in. I think and I, I said this after the game, I still think that we're an eight nine seed. Um I know why people want to revert to the ten seed because of how we just lost, but I just think that if anybody in the country is an 8-9 eight, eight, seed, NC State is the definition of, a, of an 8-9 seed. We are a flip coin. You don't know what you're going to get. You're either going to get the greatest team in the country or you're going to get what you got last night. And that is exactly what an 8-9 matchup is. It's just toss a coin up in the air and we'll see what happens. I could see this team winning the 8-9 game and then getting blown out by the one seed. I could see this team winning the 8-9 game and then blowing out the one seed. I mean, there is – no traction with this team. It is so random at this point. I think everything is just kind of coming to terms now. We had a lot of fun. We had a lot of success midseason. But this team is slowly but surely just resorting back to who they ultimately are, and that's just an inconsistent team. And that, that by definition, is an 8-9 seed in my eyes. Well, let me ask you this, though, just to be devil's advocate. Is it inconsistency or is it a Clemson problem? Because I would respectfully say we're well, – yeah, or let me say, yeah. Is it inconsistency or is it a Clemson class Boat Smith problem? Because they had to lost to Syracuse 
that that a lot. Well, the the only thing that we've been consistent at when it comes to Clemson is getting our our doors blown in. That that's the one that's the one area that we're consistent in. But um, no, I mean we said that you know it was a matchup nightmare. But even you know in previous games uh, in in the regular season where they just didn't show up. You know, you, you get 30 points, a crazy showing from your backcourt. You have 30 points from Turquavion, almost had a triple-double from Jarkel, And then the very next game, uh, you know, nowhere to be found. Yeah. So, it is a Clemson thing. It, I did not want to play Clemson. Like I said, I've got Clemson over Miami in the championship. Um, so far, we're doing good. We'll see how that shakes out after tonight. But uh, I just think that this team has – all the reason to be a really good team in the tournament. They have some of the best guards out of anybody when they're on fire. Good luck stopping that team. But it's so obvious at this point, we've seen it time and time again, that if they both don't show up, you know, pack your bags. Um, so but only, I, I do think that it's a little bit of a Clemson thing, but not entirely. Well, the only reason I've been up the Clemson thing, because I like when you look at the results of the schedule, you know, it's pretty much been things were going great until they got their butt whipped by Clemson and Riley. And then they lost to a red-hot Duke team in Dumb, which they ended up losing by four points, and they made a heck of a chance to have a chance at the end of the game there. And you blew out Virginia Tech, and then you ran into Clemson again. That's kind of where I think, is it really inconsistency, or is it the fact that they played Clemson twice, creating and the results be what they were? create a perception that they're being inconsistent lately. You see what I'm saying? Well, there, there's been things that have been – I do, I do. But there's things that I feel like have been there all season long and we're just now kind of accepting it. And yeah. one and, – and this is what worries me about this team come March, uh, if, if they do happen to pull an 8-9 game. One, they foul too much. Whether it is or isn't a foul, at the end of the day, the ref's calling it, it's a foul. This team fouls way too much, which means I do not trust this team late in game, especially when we're shooting the way we're shooting right now on top of sending teams to the, to the free throw line at a very, very high rate. And I don't believe in our depth. Uh, I think after our starting five, when you put Jack Clark uh, into the starting five, what, what else do we have? You know, unless we get these miracle moment games from Evie Dewana and Ernest Ross, Who's giving you something? Um, as much as I love Breon Pass, as much as I think LJ Thomas is a, is a nice addition to the team, you can't expect to ask them to do so much off the bench. And we saw that last night. Uh, that's why it, it – this is the, one of those games where, man, you really wish you had Deuce on. You really wish you had Gant. I think that that physicality down low could have really, really helped you out. But these injuries keep starting to creep up. And, uh, I mean, look, we're, we're, we're one more injury away from being even that much thinner. So, um, I do think, those, um, those are the three big things for me. Yeah. I do think Mahorcic being out really does hurt against Clemson. We talked about this before. The guard and P.J. Hall is just really a difficult challenge for P.J. Burns. Guard and P.J. Hall is a difficult challenge for a lot of people. I don't want to put that on just D.J. Burns. I, he's the one guy on the Clemson roster that might be a pro. Um, and, you know, they actually got him in foul trouble, but kudos to them. Middlebrooks really stepped up when he came in the game. And the, you, Clemson's unique. They're all Clemson guys. They, they do not rely on transfers. They're an old team. I think Brevin Galloway might be the only transfer guy they're kind of using in their rotation. 
a lot of those guys have been there a long time. Um, and so they got great chemistry. They know that system as well as the back of their hand. You know, so it's, it's, it's a unique. Um, and I think Mahorsik would have given you a better defensive player against against P.J. Hall. Um, and who helped rebounding. I mean, the rebounding last night was pretty poor, by the way. 41 to 28, Clemson yeah. out rebound. Uh, NC State. I, I'm probably not as optimistic as you about uh, selection Sunday. I, I think it's going to be a 10 or 11 seed for NC State, um, depending on the outcomes of other games. Possible Dayton. Um, to go to our website, I just posted a bubble watch of who to watch for, who you want to pull for, but in a nutshell, you, you, the good news is right now, the pool of at-large bids is as wide as it can be. You have not seen any bids stolen so far. Charleston or Roberts won their conference tournament. FAU still alive. You want them to win conference USA and keep that in one bid league. Um, you know, unless Ohio State keeps winning in the Big Ten, pretty much every team in that league that's still – Playing is already probably in the field. Um, you know, just need Oregon to lose in the Pac-12. Pretty much every other team in that, you know, Arizona State's kind of on the bubble. It'd be, it'd be nice if Arizona plays UCLA for the title there. Um, in the American, you really want Houston and Memphis in the finals, or at least one of them, and that team to win because those two teams are locks. Nobody else is. Uh, you know, the Mountain West trending towards one of their at-large teams probably winning the conference tournament. So that keeps the poll as wide as it can be with help Century State. And now you got to kind of sweat out. Some of these teams have really good opportunities that Century State could have had, for instance, if they had won and played Virginia. It would have been a great opportunity to elevate yourself higher up the sea line. Does a, a Rutgers beat Purdue? Um, does a... Uh, um, there's another team out there that's playing a big game. I, I forget who it is off the top of my head. Um, they kind of clinched themselves a nice spot and rise in, in the, um, the seeding order. So a lot to watch for. It's going to be a long couple of days. Fortunately, daylight savings means we skip ahead an hour and we get the selection Sunday sooner than, uh, than we normally do. Um, but it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. As long as you don't see Clemson, I still have hopes for this team. I just think it's a Clemson issue. I'll be blunt. I'm a big admirer of them. And I, I think, honestly, NC State hasn't played that bad at basketball other than Clemson. And then we got Burt Smith problems in a couple other games as well. So I, I'll be the glass half full, Matt. How about you? <laughs> uh, that, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, look, I hope we're a 10 or 11 seed. As long as we can avoid the 8-9 matchup, I am happy as ever. <laughs> like finger, Fingers crossed we're not an 8-9. Um, I'm right there with you. I just think that when when they look at this team, it's just such a coin flip with this team lately. The last month, I just – I don't know what we're going to get as opposed to the middle of the season. Um, but let's, let's, play, let's play what if. Let's say what if they are a – a 10 or 11 seed, how far do you think this team is capable of going? I honestly think if they could be at an 11 seed and avoid Dayton, that would be beautiful. It'd be very reminiscent of Mark Godfrey's first year at NC State. 
Yeah, that was a really good team he had. It didn't get its respect until late. He got into the field. They were the 11 seed, the last team announced. We all remember the celebration when it came up in C State. <laughs> um, and the reality is that was really probably about a, in terms of talent uh, that was coming together, that was probably a four or five seed. And so they get to play a six seed and a three seed. And in this year's college basketball, uh, you know, I think you probably got about seven, eight teams that might be ahead above the others. Yeah. Um, and then after that, the next 50 teams are not that far apart. And yeah. if you could get that 11 seed, you probably then, you know, could easily lose to the six seed. But um, you're now getting into a little mini bracket where you got a bunch of teams that are really all tossing. They're all tossing. Uh, you know, it's it, there's no. Yeah. I, you could probably this year put four 11 seeds in the sweet 16 of your mock bracket and nobody's going to blink an eye about what you're doing. Right. So that would be the best case so, scenario. So are you, are you putting on pen to paper, sweet 16? You thought it's, that's the, the ceiling for this? Team? <laughs> Not until I see the matchup. <laughs> Not until I see the matchup. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I, I think I, I think that's fair. Um, yeah. If you would ask me a month ago where I, I think this team is going, I mean, I'm sitting here talking about Elite Eight, and that is uh, not where I'm at right now. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. I mean, it's, look, Sweet Sixteen, I think is possible. I think that when people are filling out their brackets, I think NC State's going to be a trendy pick, depending if they are a 10-11 seed, um, and that kind of scares me a little bit. It's mm -hmm. just. When, when, when you look at these these games, you know, who can string together uh, six games in a row? And um, right now this NC State team, I don't, I don't know if they can they can put more than three games in a row together. Uh, but we'll see with the matchup. We'll see. I mean, I think this is, I think this is an Elite Eight talented team. Uh, I think they have the talent to do it. I think they have the buildup to do it. Uh, it's just, can they? I got that. Go back to two weeks ago after they beat Wake Forest. You probably were feeling differently. And then they mm -hmm. ran the yeah. And you look at what Duke has done since they played NC State, you can kind of say, you know what, going to Cameron Indoor Stadium and being within a couple of – hoping that Duke misses free throws in the last minute to give yourself a chance was not a bad performance. Um, and they were breathtaking against Virginia Tech. I, think mm -hmm. Clemson, I really think – I think Clemson's recency bias might be influencing a little bit. Um what not you, but every entry state fan is thinking right now. Um, and and it's weird that Clemson, of all teams, has been kryptonite to NC State this season, but it just turned out turned out that way. So mm -hmm. uh, let's uh, wrap it up on how give me your breakdown, ACC tournament semifinals and finals. How's it gonna play out, Matt? Are you going? So, uh, so no, I am not going. Uh, those tickets went up in price so much in one day, uh, and I don't have a dog in the fight, so I'll be comfortably watching from my couch. Uh, it's, I'll tell you what, though. It's been nice to leave a stadium and get home in less than 10 minutes because uh, yeah. I, I live pretty Speak close to the stadium. I mean, I'm in my bed and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? 
you guys are finally making the trip over to me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I had, uh, believe it or not, I, 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 I was this close to putting Duke over in the um, to make it to the championship, but I'm going to stick with my original before the uh, tournament started. I'm going to stick with my original and say uh, Clemson beats Miami. It's interesting. The team that did really, really, really well seemed to be struggling day two in their performances. Like Carolina shot lights out mm-hmm. against Boston College. And granted, Virginia does it too. But they were terrible against Virginia. That was an awful-looking Carolina team against Virginia, other than R.J. Davis. They looked awful. Um, Entry State was breathtaking yep. against Virginia Tech. Looked looked. I was just a bad a clunker as you're going to see against Clemson. Um, and Duke was freaking phenomenal against Pittsburgh. Um, but the other two teams in the semifinal, Miami kind of skated by, you know, against Wake Forest, had to dodge the bullet. Virginia mm-hmm. did. The only reason why Carolina was in that game, as awful as they were playing, is because Virginia couldn't put them away. Um, even they, you know, yeah. Virginia. It was almost like a time Virginia was trying to say, hey, UNC, here you go. Let's stay in the game. Let's make it a fun game. And UNC was like, yeah, don't worry about it. You take it. You know, it was not a pretty basketball game. So I'm wondering, do, did uh, Duke and Clemson do their own version of what UNC and NC State did? The Friday game of pulling it all out and setting it up for what uh, I'm going to go. Miami, Virginia for the ACC title. And then who wins it? I hope Miami wins it because I think they're the best team. Um, But that's Mm -hmm. going to be a strong Virginia crowd in Greensboro. So I'm going to give the edge to Virginia. I'm going to tell you, man, there was a lot of Virginia fans in there. Um, It was was pretty shocking to see that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, and and I and I feel like we we got to do this justice though because we are an NC State podcast. Um, yeah. North Carolina, the first ever number one seed uh, to go to the NIT. Uh, <laughs> if they take it, man, if life they comes take it, fast. right? <laughs> hey, I'll give you credit it. for that one. Exactly. Matt Coe, long time ago, oh, was man. uh, was on the UNC's overrated. It was just one good month bandwagon. And I think you were alone mm-hmm. on that bandwagon um, until now. And now Look, the rest of the country. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to toot my own horn. I'm not going to say I told you guys so, but I told you guys so. <laughs> 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 that's that's what I'm going to be right about. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's going to be an interesting. Yeah, it was fun. It was, it was... It's going to be an interesting couple Sorry, of months. With them. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting offseason. I think there is the potential for the ACC to really be really strong next year. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. If they have if they have some good transfer portal additions. But, man, it's going to be an interesting couple months for the folks in Chapel Hill. And uh, yeah. sometimes blowing it up might not be a bad idea, right? So, yeah. but I'm not talking about that literally, obviously, but uh, – uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was a that was that was interesting. It was that very, and I don't know. It may have seemed like there were a lot of Virginia fans because they were being joined by entry state fans and cheering for 
They were cheering. Yes, they were. <laughs> the NC State fans were definitely cheering in there. But I will say there was about a minute, minute and a half ago, and you could just see all the blue kind of leave and go to the exits. <laughs> I would say this, too. I please. can't say anything. I, I left a little early, too. I just – I was tired of watching that game last night. <laughs> well, I would say that – I meant to say that earlier. I thought some of the things – there wasn't a lot of energy in the building. Like, it seemed like the Virginia-Carolina – Sucked a lot of the energy out of the building, and I and I kind of wondered if yeah. she's struggling. It could have used a little pick me up from the crowd, and it just there was nothing that like yeah. there was. Uh, it's it's interesting you say that because like I'm in the I'm in the stands, and I've got you know all these different people around me, you know, sporting different teams, whatever. And it, it really truly is amazing hearing these you know kind of so so average fans just not know at all who's on the court. Um, yeah. Even even teams that they were wearing, they they didn't know. And I mean, we're in March at this point, so it's it's not the same college basketball it once was because it used to be a big old holiday event here in Greensboro, yeah. and now it's almost just like ah, it's the it's the tournament. Okay, maybe I'll catch a game. Um, I don't know. I just for me, if, if they're gonna play in Greensboro, I'm I'm gonna be there. So <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back. Uh, hopefully talk about brackets and not um, four-letter brackets and not three-letter brackets. Um, there's the last question, and it's a question for um, every viewer to respond to if you've listened this far. We know the NCAA and NC State, uh, their fellow reporter told me um, it's a hate-hate relationship. <laughs> um, so... Now, last year in March, they sent the women's team that I believe was the second best team in the country and made them play a road game to go to the Final Four against the two-seed Connecticut. Uh, they took a baseball team that everybody you talked to said every single year would have been a number two seed in a regional and left them out of the field. So go ahead and prepare yourselves. NC State gets screwed again. Do you, Matt Coe, take an NIT bid? <laughs> God, I can't believe we're we're talking about this. Um, I'm just throwing it out there because we mentioned Carolina. Do they take an NIT bid? And it's almost like well, Karma could come back and buy look. This is the way I look at the NIT. Is it the is it the term you want to be in? No, obviously. But to sit here and act as if you're too good or you're you're better than the NIT, you're not. All right. If you're in the NIT, you're in the NIT for a reason. So Carolina can say, no, we don't want to play in it because we're better than that. But you're not. OK, yeah. NC State, we don't want to play in that because we're better than that, because we're going to feel like we got a little a little slighted, maybe a little screwed. Uh, but at the end of the day, there are things you can go back and, and point your finger to. And, well, if you would have done this different, you would be in this scenario. Uh, so I, I, I try to stay consistent and say that. If, if you're a one seed or a two seed in the NIT, don't act as if you're, you know, better than the NIT. You're in there for a reason. So, look, I, I remember the NIT run uh, at Reynolds. That was some really, really fun basketball. And and and, and, that, and if you're going to accept NIT, you then have to ask yourself, you know, what's considered a successful season, what's considered a good season. Um and then that that is such a loaded question at that point. I would say just go ahead and accept it um, because this is one of the more 
at least fan favorite teams in recent memory and give me all that I can handle of these guys. But um, it, it would just be, you know, like sour grapes, you know, just fine, whatever. But I, I would take it, I guess. I truly believe that won't have to be the case. So Me neither. Fingers crossed. <laughs> throwing it out there. But um, anyway, all right, we'll be back uh, probably early, very early next week um, previewing uh, what will hopefully be an exciting matchup, not in Dayton for the NCAA tournament. But we'll see. We'll see. Selection Sunday. I will try to have a mock bracket. You know, I take great pride, Matt, in 2015. And nobody would put an NC State in the NCAA tournament. There were, I think, maybe four of us that did. And I remember on the morning of Selection Sunday, I sat down, went through it all, and I said, wait a second. I ain't NC State going to be in. Like, I'm looking at all these. <laughs> It's between, I believe it was between NC State and Minnesota for me. I was like, mm-hmm. I think NC State got, that was the last two teams. I think NC State clearly got a better resume. Than, so I was, I was right about that. I did put them in 2019, but I only did that because I had red tinted glasses and I am fully admitted that uh, I put, I, I remember putting on the message board saying, I have NC State in, but I think the odds are less than 50 50 that I'll be right. And yeah. so we'll see. I'll try to get one out and uh, see how it happens. But I know Matt Coe's got to get out of here. So for uh, Matt Coe, I'm Matt Carter. And a reminder to follow us on Twitter at the Wolfpacker. Matt Coe is underscore Matt C, right? No. Matt Coe, yep. Matt Coe, yeah, yep. Uh, Facebook, the Wolfpacker, YouTube, the Wolfpacker. Check out our sponsor, rogueshop.com, R O G U. E-S-H-O-P for all your natural cannabis needs to help you out if you have some uh, anxiety, sleep deprivation, if you suffer from chronic pain, small outfit, small company, headed up by a disabled veteran and his wife, all natural, all legal, all safe. Give it a try and see if it can help you. So, all right, we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening and watching however you chose to digest the Wolfpacker show. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.